Hey guys, welcome back to the It Is Well podcast with the Chapman. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, we're so glad to be back. We know it's been a couple of weeks. But we're excited for the message that God has given us tonight, for the topic that God has given us tonight. It'll probably ruffle some feathers, but if the word doesn't convict you, then is it really doing its job? You know what I'm saying? Um, A few housekeeping things before we officially get started. All my ladies out there, I just want to let you know that free registration for the 2022 Wives of Integrity Conference is open. Okay? Trust me, this conference is amazing. It has blessed so many women. Um, there's testimonies that we're still getting in from last year's conference. Okay, so that's just going to show you how amazing this conference is. It's for any wives and any women who desire to one day be married. You do not have to be married to register for the conference. And the best part is, is if you register for the conference before it starts, your ticket is free. Okay, your ticket is free if you register before May 12th. So go ahead and grab your ticket. If you want to grab your ticket, you can go on our Instagram page. Instagram page. <laughs> Let's go and give them some praise. No kidding. <laughs> you can go on our Instagram page at Chapman underscore Covenant Convos. And the link is in the bio. Okay. The link is in the bio on our Instagram page. All right. So today's topic, guys, is true manifestation versus false manifestation Should we all right guys so <laughs> let's talk about where it where do we start where do we start we got a whole lot we're living in a day and age where new age is popping it is everywhere it's on your timeline it's in books you know people are talking about it people are dabbling in all these new age practices and honestly y'all like god is not pleased and there's this huge trend going on right now with this idea of manifestation right now the idea of like something manifesting just like oh something is now here is not bad in itself but when it comes to new age and manifestation it's not of god and for them new age manifestation is like a self-help strategy which is Intended to bring about a personal goal, primarily by focusing one's thoughts and energy. Okay, we hear about energies and vibrations and all that it's stuff, a, right? Chakras. Right. That's not of God. And <laughs> you focus all that stuff so that you can have a desired outcome. And that outcome and that technique is based upon the law of attraction. We've all heard about the law of attraction, right? You you want to attract certain things into Think your lives, it. right? <laughs> right. And like the law of attraction is the ability to attract into our lives whatever we are focusing on, um, whether it be positive or negative. But people tend to, of course, focusing focus more on attracting things that are positive into their life. And they have this belief that you, that we as people have the power to translate what is in our mind into reality okay i know this may seem like a lot we may have to do a part two but just bear with me i really want to try to understand what it really is so we can talk about why god is like uh no people let's not do that um <laughs> but yeah so people pretty much they focus on something they believe for really hard um and it can be anything so most times people want like these selfish things these these things that are for you so it could be like a car a boyfriend a girlfriend money 
I mean, really anything, as long as you're specific enough about what you want, you're clear, you're detailed about what it is that you want, and you decide to take action to get those things. That is what the law of attraction is all about, okay? So if I was like, ooh, I want a brand new car, right? Mm -hmm. And I decided that I was going to every day say, I want a brand new car. I want a brand new it's car. Mine. All of that, right? And, and I kept focusing on, I was like, the universe is going to give me, let's not talk, we're going to get on that too. The universe is going to give me this car and I'm thinking positive <laughs> and I'm putting it out there and now I'm actively working to get this car. I believe it can happen, right? Because I'm putting out in the universe and the universe is going to give me back all the positive energy that I'm putting back out, right? That's what I'm talking about. Now, you might be like, okay, Aubrey, like that really doesn't sound bad. I really don't see how it's wrong for me to think about something I really want and believe it can happen. If I focus really hard on something, I'm working towards that, like, isn't that the same thing as just having faith that I can have it? Or what's up? Like, I don't get it. Listen, y'all, we are here to tell you today that faith and the law of attraction are not the same thing. People are today are walking a very fine line and a lot of Christians are getting caught up in this manifestation law of attraction thing. And new age manifestation is actually a sin against God. Like we are going against God, guys. Okay. Um, and I really want you to understand like why it's a sin. So I'm not just going to be like, y'all, it's a sin. Okay, good night. Have a great night, everybody. This is the podcast. Cool. Listen. No, I have to. I really want y'all to understand because I want you guys to experience like a breakthrough and God to provide you revelation. Like anything we talk about this evening, I really want you to go back and look it up for yourself. Absolutely. And ask God, the Holy Spirit to provide you revelation as well because I don't want you to just take my word for it. And take Mel's word for it because at the end of the day we're human beings you should be trusting God over anybody so pr I definitely want you guys to pray about it after we um, talk about it on today's podcast yeah. okay so um, more information why is it a sin so first of all law of attraction is a combination of hermeticism transcendentalism Hinduism and certain Bible verses it's all mixed up together point being we should not as believers be mixing different ideologies together to create some belief system that's already false that's already going against the word of god jesus's word is true as is we shouldn't be pulling things from buddhism pulling things from um hinduism and whatever other ism <laughs> and sprinkling a little bit of jesus in there and calling it the word of god that's 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 false and that's 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 the enemy trying to get you confused and god is not the author of confusion okay god is a god of order all right and so i don't have time to break down what exactly hermeticism is and transcendentalism and all that hinduism i don't have time to go into that because we'll run out of time but just know that with those specific ideologies the common theme for them is this idea that the mind has the power to create the life that it wants. So if I believe something in my mind bad enough, I have the power to create the life that I want. And that essentially the universe, not God, okay? Because all these things are talking about the universe. The universe will bring those things into fruition. Now, 
we'll address the part about the bible verses a little bit later sure. i'm gonna let mel talk about that a little bit more um just because we're tag teaming this thing because it is so deep and so heavy um but yeah that that's those are the ideologies that manifestation is kind of pulling from all right the issue with that is that it makes us believe that we are our own god manifesting is purely surrounded by self it's purely about yourself self excuse me and rather putting your faith in god and trusting in his ability you're trusting in our own you're saying i have the power not jesus's authority working through me but me myself has the power you make yourself your own god right to make these things happen that's going against god right there first of all like there's only one God. We are not gods. Now, there's little G gods, as we call them, yeah. that are idols and false gods. But there's only one big G God who is Jesus. All right. God. Trust me, you want God to be God. You do not want to try and be God yourself. When we try to do things by our own strength, guess what happens? Things quickly lead to disaster and disappointment and exhaustion. Please. That's why we need to have our foundation firm on God because he's the one who's lifting us up. He is the one with all power in his hands. We don't have all power in our hands. Okay, guys? And personally, I don't want it. I don't want all power in my hands. I don't Dude. want that type of control. Just the Listen. thought of it. Can you imagine? <laughs> like Listen. living a life with trying to do everything on your own? I couldn't do it. I'm kind of like, listen, Lord, <laughs> you can have it. I didn't drive it my way. Quit. Listen, what I said, man has his ways, but his ways ultimately lead to destruction. Do. Right. <laughs> Listen. Do. But, I, but why? <laughs> but why does it lead to destruction? One, because we don't, there's things that God can see that we can't see. Absolutely. God definitely knows all things that we don't know. Exactly. And then on top of that, a lot of times we're we're going this off our emotions and by our heart. And the Bible talks about how our heart is deceitful and wicked above all else. So... Mm -hmm. If I'm being led by something that's deceitful and wicked, where do you think I'm going to end up? <laughs> In the wrong place. Right. <laughs> but there's a God who's, who's, who's sovereign, who's pure, and has my best intentions at heart. For God, God said he knows the plans he has for me to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me a hope in the future. That's the God I serve, and that's the God I want to have control in, who does have control in my life, because I really can't do it. Listen, not to your own understanding. <laughs> Please don't. Because all thy ways. Listen. Acknowledge him. Alright, so uh y'all I'ma get into the scriptures. Alright. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I need to get you a rag <laughs> All right, to wipe now. across your forehead and to get the drops Listen, of sweat. Alright now. <laughs> Welcome to the Baptist. Not the Baptist shirt. Alright. In the country. Let me stop. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna talk about faith. Alright. So the first scripture that I wanna break down, I don't wanna get all spiritual with it. I ain't I don't have time to get to everything. But I'm going to talk about this scripture that I feel like people probably use a lot. I'm going to say two different scriptures that people uh, use a lot. So this says, now faith, this is Hebrews 11.1, 1, and this is the New King James Version. So it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right. So uh, basically, you know, with our... Uh, you know that like we have our senses, right? So we have like you know, what is it smell, mm -hmm. touch, sight? Uh, what's the other taste. one? Hearing, taste. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so no, I know that one. those are like our, uh, <laughs> you know, things that we can see. But faith is more so like 
that sense of things that basically like things that are in the the spiritual world you know like people say seeing in the spirit so that's what i'm saying i'm kind of getting kind of getting kind of spiritual y'all which i know a lot of people can use oh i, I know it exactly what he means the spiritual i don't mean it in that way <laughs> but but no it's saying like so before things happen in the natural they happen in the spirit but when it comes to faith a lot of times people when they think faith they're thinking like um I want to get this career opportunity, so uh, I'm having faith that I'm going to have it. But it's not about having faith in that thing. It's having faith in God and if that's right. God's will for you. So right. when we uh, have faith, that, that scripture is basically talking about seeing, it's, it's talking about having faith in things in the spirit. But God gives you revelation of things in the spirit. And so like it's like, you know how God is faithful to fulfill his promises? Amen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like when God gives a revelation of a promise, we have faith in that promise manifesting in the natural. So it's not like I'm just choosing some random thing. Like let's say I want a career in New York. And like if I have faith in that career in New York, but that's not God's uh, will for my life, but that's not something that right. he's showing me. I'm just saying it myself that I'm making that career in New York my God. I'm not having faith in the true manifestation, which is Jesus Christ himself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So people try to use that scripture to say now they talk about faith. It's not about just having faith. It's about who you have faith in. Yeah, and what there's you a, have faith yeah, in. Yeah, there's a difference. Are you putting your faith in Jesus or are you putting your faith in the universe? Exactly. Because if you think about it, guys, we don't serve the universe. No. Well, some people do. <laughs> but as believers, we do not serve the universe. We're not That's supposed it. to serve the universe. We serve the God who created the, the universe. universe and his name is Jesus. That's right. like as our, as our pastor always says, people want to talk about serving the universe, but they need to think a little higher, a.k.a. on the one who created it. Exactly. All right? All right. <laughs> there's no other God before God, before Jesus. 1 Corinthians 8 and 6 says that we know that there is only one God, the Father, who created everything, not the universe. And we live for him. And there's only one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom God made everything and through him we have been given life. And so y'all want to see where it is in the word of God. Check that out for yourselves. 1 Corinthians 8 and 6 talks about there's one God, not the universe. But go ahead, babe. All right. So the next scripture that I have that people like to use a lot, okay, is... Romans 4 17 and again this is the new King James Version and it says as as it is written I have made you a father of many nations now this is talking to Abraham you know talking about Abraham mm -hmm. being a father of many nations and then in the presence of him who he believed God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did now a lot of times I can even go from the beginning. This is just what I would hear people say. This is not like what the scripture means. That, because I even say it myself. I, I remember telling, I used to be like, oh, well, let's just, you know, speak it into existence that, you know, this is going to happen. Let's just speak this into existence. And you see right here, the scripture says that, uh, it says, in the presence of him, meaning God, whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. So it's not talking about, uh, us calling right. things into existence. It's talking about God calling things into existence. And so, even when I was reading to, reading in the notes about this, that it's talking about how God, a, a great uh, example of this is saying how like we are considered in the sight of God to not be righteous, but God calls us righteous through Jesus Christ. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he sees the blood. Exactly. Like, I'll run right now. I promise you. Alright, so, but anyway, but it goes back to what I was saying before about faith, meaning that God 
call God can manifest those things. So God can call things that did not exist. Like like it was saying, like I was reading the notes about Sarah, how Sarah had a messed up wound because she was old, but God called her. I don't know, that was you funny. Know. You said that. Sarah had a messed up wound because she was old. You know old. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Sarah, she was like, uh, you know. She was older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, he called and said she's gonna have a. She was gonna have a baby. Right. You know, so that's another thing of God fulfilling His promises. That's a. And it relates to what I was talking about before about faith. That God called those things that did not exist and say into existence. So things that uh, we can't see. That's things that's in the spirit that God has. I'm, I feel like I'm preaching. I, I feel my help coming. That's <laughs> things in the spirit that God's got waiting on you. That if you if you if you uh, spend time with God and you ask to receive revelation, that He'll He'll show it to you. Yeah. And those promises that He made that's that's in the Spirit that's coming will manifest in the natural. Right. You know what I'm saying? But he, only He can call those things to existence, not us. Right. So we can't just be using random stuff. That's why you got to delight yourself in the Lord, and right. He will give you the desires of your heart. Right. That means that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means that. When you delight in the Lord, that your desires will become, I mean, yeah, his desires will become your desires. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so by that, you'll know that, uh, what am I trying to say? That It's like be- you find peace and fulfillment in him. Yeah. You're trusting, you're totally trusting in God. You're trusting in who he is and what he's promised you. And when you find peace and fulfillment in God and who he is, you're di- like you said, your desires and become his desires and, and will for your life. Yes. It's not based off of your own selfish motives. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of people look at these scriptures and they abuse them and they're like, oh, well... You know, and this is the part, sorry guys, we didn't do a good segue, but this is the part where I was talking about how earlier we were going to come back to the Bible verses that people sometimes misuse and abuse for manifestation purposes. Okay, so that's what we're on. I apologize if that wasn't clear before. Um, But this is what people use. So yeah, you have to delight yourself in the Lord. It doesn't mean that if I ask God for anything, if I want this blue car, God's going to give me this blue car before I ask them. No. Is it in his will? If it's not in his will, then I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Like God has a purpose and a plan for you. And you have to be thankful and grateful for God's no's too, not just his yeses, because he could be protecting you from something unseen. And also too, by the way, this is Psalms 37, 4, but also too, when it says take delight in the Lord, that means to spend time with God. Yeah. So the more you spend time with God, right. the more... You'll become to you'll want to you'll you'll start to be more like him. You, right. Like what they say when you when you have a relationship with somebody. Like I'm around, uh, you know, my wife all the time. So like they say when you when you're around somebody all the time, you 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 start to you know quote things that they say. You start saying you start to be more like them. So what's gonna happen when you spend time with Jesus? Right. You gonna be more like him. <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be a shout. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, by by spending time with him, that's when your desires will start to right. align with his. Your right. will will start to align with his. Your mind, soul, everything will start to align with him. The more time, the more time you spend with him. So that delighting is talking about spending time with God. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how you start to get the revelation. That's how you can manifest things that God will call into existence. No, well, God will manifest the things that will call into existence. But you will believe and have faith in those things that. He is calling it to existence. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that's the beauty of it. It's like when you spend time with God, he starts transforming you 
yes. from the inside out. Um, and he who has begun a great work in you is faithful to perform it until completion. Right. So we serve a good God and we have to get in the habit of praying God's will, like saying, God, like whatever your will is, that's what I want. Let your will be done in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times we ask for selfish things and the Bible tells us that a lot of times we don't get the things we ask for because we're asking with with bad motives. It says you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. James 4, 3. Yeah. Next time, <laughs> like you, you're praying to God, like go in there and say, God, like I want your will to be done. God, help me to pray with pure motives, God, because by nature, I mean, we're selfish creatures. We want what we want. We want when we want, when we want. And then we ask God for it and then get mad at him when he doesn't give us what we asked for. When in reality, we didn't get it because we came in with the wrong motives. That's like, uh, this is good. Speaking of wanting God's will to be done. That's like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane when uh -huh. he uh, kneeled down to pray. Talk he said in it. Luke twenty two forty two, uh -huh. he says that, he said, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless... Not my will, but yours be done. Yes. All right, so that cup, all right, because we were actually just talking about this. This, this is me getting into my... You're making my, me thirsty. My, 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 <laughs> all right, now, you better drink from the well that never runs dry. <laughs> he said, what he, told, what he told the girl, he said, he said, if you drink, what, what did he say? What I drink of that you'll, you'll never thirst again. You know what I'm saying? I can't remember where it was. It's in junk because I actually just read it. But anyway, because there was a girl that had the many husbands or whatever, and, and Jesus, I, I'm going yes, off into somewhere else. I was about anyway, anyway, he well by saying when he when when he said, "Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me." So the cup was represented as uh, God's uh, wrath and judgment um, upon us. Basically, it was the judgment that we were supposed to take for our sins, but mm -hmm. Jesus took it on. So he was like, he was basically, he didn't want to deal with the suffering, but he wanted God's will to be done over anything else. So he was willing to deal. I mean, he's, he's God, so he don't got to do that. But he chose to do that because he wanted God's will to be done. With that being said, that means that God's will in our life is not always going to be pleasing to us. Lord so a lot of times we be like, when we think it's God's will, that don't mean that it's going to be easy or that it's going to be smooth sailing. Because sometimes for God's will to be done, that means you're going to have to do some crunches. You're going to have to do some push-ups. Like they say, he's like, your will to be done and guys like you know i got this i got this thing for you in the future but you're gonna have to you know you're gonna have to get down on your knees you have to get dirty you yeah. know what i'm saying so his will ain't always gonna be pretty isn't you know what i'm saying sometimes we think if it's god's will which means you know everything's gonna work out i'm gonna have you know abundance of favor and everything's just gonna be going and sometimes guys like that ain't how it is like it's gonna be it, it, his will serves a purpose though so just like with jesus how jesus he you know basically Bridge the gap for us. I said for us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he bridged the gap for us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He laid his life down the line for us. Okay? He did. So, basically, that's the same way with, uh, but it, it served a purpose for us to be saved. Yeah. Imagine so, if God, if Jesus' selfish desires had happened rather than Jesus dying on the cross. Listen. You know how? We, the, we wouldn't be where Without we Jesus, the wage of sin is death. Listen. But the blood... I'm about to run again. Listen, baby. I'm about to run again. Listen. We have to be, about the blood of Jesus. <laughs> we have to be. We have to ask God for His purpose over our preference. Listen. All right. Anyways, going back to thank God for that purpose. Like whew. I know. Had it not been for that purpose, honestly. Listen, that's honestly, the purposes of all purposes. 
<laughs> if that makes sense. But going back to what you were saying before about allowing God's will to be done and how God is the only true God, like when you think about like also going back to the second reason that new age manifestation is not good for us is because when we try to manipulate things, manipulate, manipulate, manipulate things so we can have what we want. It's a form of witchcraft. Anytime you try to manipulate something or someone to get what you want, it is a form of witchcraft. You want to learn more about witchcraft? First of all, go back and listen to our podcast, Witchcraft Part 1 and Part 2, so you can learn more about it and why God doesn't like it and how it's against God because we don't have time to dive into that. But tonight, read Deuteronomy 18, 10 through 14, and that'll give you some good information. But yeah, it's a form of witchcraft. And also, like manipulation, excuse me, manifestation also usually involves some sort of ritual and you know some sort of spell in a sense some sort of incantation so um for example i'll give you an example there's this popular trend actually babe going on on tiktok this is new now right? i'm not a big tiktok fan i feel like tiktok is, I don't know anything about TikTok. is like low-key being used as a tool for the enemy right now to get children to get our kids but that's a whole other thing. Um, I just heard a medical thing about TikTok a long time ago, but go ahead. Yeah, but like, <laughs> so like, there's this dangerous trend on TikTok. I don't know if you heard about it, babe. But like, um, the popular manifestation trend is called the 369 method or whatever. And so, the, why are you making that face? I don't know. Because you're already uncomfortable in your spirit. Yeah, I was like. Yeah, exactly. I just thought about Yin Gang twins, 369. Now, before I continue on with this stuff, I only dive deep into the specifics of these things, not because I'm not trying to encourage you to try any of this stuff. First no. of all, I'm we're exposing what the enemy is doing so that if you run across these things, you know to run away from these things. Look, resist the devil the and he will flee from you. You have exactly. to resist the things that you're seeing on your social media and other things, okay? Now, with that being said, going back, so yeah, there's this thing, babe, called the 369 method, right? And so it's like, People literally will write down because a lot of times manifestation, they tell you to like write down what you want to because there's power in writing things down or whatever. Like, I mean, there is power in writing your vision. You know, the Bible says write a vision, make it plain, whatever. But people pervert and stuff like that. Anyways, I'm going off topic. It's called the 369 method. And basically it tells people like to manifest something, you need to write what you want three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon and nine times at night because that's when your highest vibrations are and all that crap right and so um well people don't realize it actually started with this guy he was um what was his race ethnicity excuse me he was serbian he was a serbian inventor and his name was um nikola tesla and he believed that the numbers three six and nine of course, here we go, held the keys to the universe, right? That these numbers were divine and powerful, and you can make anything happen with these three numbers, right? And he was saying how, like, the number three was a direct link to the universe and how the number six represents the strength we have in ourselves, right? That's already showing you putting power in our in ourselves, putting belief in ourselves or the belief of God, which is a problem. And then that the number nine helps to release feelings of negativity. So like, that's an example of how if you're writing these things down, one, for selfish reasons, and you're believing in the power of these things over the power of God, it's, it's a sin, it's sin. And that just goes to show how like, people are allowing manifestation to become an idol. Anytime, guys, that you put your faith 
and hope in something above God and start trusting in it for your needs and for any type of security, it is an idol. Okay. God said he would supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus and that he is a jealous God and we shall have no gods before him. All right. That includes things. Okay. Back in the Bible, back in the Bible, they had, you know, gods and idols that were golden statues and things like that. We may not always have golden statues nowadays, but any, like I said before, anything that you put above God or you're putting your trust in above God is an idol. It doesn't have to be a golden statue. That's like I was reading the other day about there being no other gods before me. Mm -hmm. That uh, people often think that means that uh, you can have something else behind God. Meaning like, uh, you know, I, 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 I put God is number one, but then I have this behind it. But that means there should be nothing on the same, uh, what do they call it? Equal, why nothing level. should be yeah same level as God. So nothing should be as equal to God. So that means when he says when God said there should be no other guys before me, that means there's no other guys in my face, like no other guys in my area that I stand alone amongst everything. There's nothing else right. that's on my level. Nothing else has the same priority. You right. know, not mama, daddy, husband, wife, children, cousins, friends, and them. All of them, me, you, your mama, your cousin too. Everybody is not on the same level as God. God stands alone. Yeah, that's like for example. My husband brings home, you know, majority of the money right now. And as much as I love my husband and I know he's a great provider, my husband is not the reason Listen. that our, our our bills are paid, that that we're, we're able to have our lights on, that we have food. Nothing but the he Lord. Is a, he is a resource being used by the source, which Listen. is Jesus. Jesus is the reason that we are alive. Jesus is the reason that we Listen. have anything that we need. So like I said, you have to make sure that you're not idolizing anything above god and like with this manifestation stuff that's what it is it is idolatry because you're putting your security and you're like if i pray to the universe and i and i believe that i can have something bad enough then it's going to happen no put your trust in god and his will for your life and things will happen for you okay if it's in his will it is going to happen for you because a man, we, as man, we make plan, but the Lord will establish our steps. His plan ultimately, ultimately prevails. Okay. And the universe cannot do that for us. The universe cannot provide for us at the way God can, because he is our shepherd and we shall not want anything that we need. God will provide it for us. Listen, everything was made to worship God. The stars, it's like the people, the star people that be talking about astrology. Everything was meant to worship God. Right. The rock. What did he say? Rock scribe. He said everything. Let a rock cry everything was everything was meant to hold God high. So so when you're putting faith in these things, these things are worshiping God. They're right. Worshiping a higher every being. knee shall bow and every exactly. tongue confess at the end of the day. Exactly. Like the universe, it may provide a false sense of security for some people, but true security and peace that surpasses all understanding is only found in jesus like period jesus god has the ability to destroy the universe right now if he wanted to the universe exactly. couldn't destroy god no i mean it's like poof that's just <laughs> that's just fact like everything will come to a <laughs> an end eventually it but, will but but his word listen is eternal it is <laughs> okay that's why i said put putting your faith in things that are What's it talking about? Things that, you know, live on. That's like, I, what was I talking about? I put, uh, I was writing something the other day. I, I can't remember what scripture it is. I'm, I'm not going to go into the scripture because I don't know how to talk my head. I'm talking about how, like, you, uh, the outward, what I said, yeah, the outward man is perishing daily, but the inward man is being renewed 
day by day. It's not the things that are that we that you can see that um will live on. I forgot what it said. I have to like look up the scripture. But it was talking about how like it's things that you can't see that are eternal that will live on. Yeah. You know. But you know also what I'm thinking about is how like another issue is like people are when they when they, when you start dabbling in manifestation practices, you're not trusting in God's timing. Like you're pretty much trying to rush things and when you do that you're telling God that you don't trust him. And if you think about it, Ecclesiastes three and one says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. So that just shows us that like God has a timing for everything. Now his time is not our time, you know, one day is a thousand years, vice versa, all that stuff. The Bible talks about that. But his time is perfect. Like the Bible tells us so many times to wait for the Lord. I don't think that's an accident. Like God is so intentional. He knows we're impatient creatures by nature. So we're going to want to rush things. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew, renew their, their strength. strength. <laughs> that shall mount up on wings <laughs> like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. When you wait on the Lord, your your strength is renewed. You're, you're, you're healthy. You're healed. Right? You, you, you have everything you need. And also the Bible talks about waiting on the Lord, being of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, the Lord says, right? So we have to allow the time, the creator of time to be at the forefront of our life. He knows what he is doing. He knows what's best for us. He's sovereign. Sometimes we get impatient. But if God is telling you to wait, he has a good reason. He knows all and can see all things we can't see. Like I said before, he knows all things we don't know. That's why the God says not to lean into our own understanding, but to acknowledge him in all of our ways so that he will direct our path. Trust God. Ask him to help you exchange your timetable for his. He's the creator of everything. So if you're struggling, if you have, you know, dabbled in manifestation or anything like that look just repent ask god to help you submit your will to him say god i trust you i need your help trusting you i need i need to overcome this desire to step outside my relationship with you you know and pray his word when in doubt you don't know what to ask for just just pray his word pray scripture Hey, God, like you said, you will supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You know, hey, God, you said by your stripes, I am healed. Hey, God, um, I know that in the beginning you created the heavens and the earth. The universe didn't create the heavens and the earth. So I'm coming to you as a sovereign God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. You know, um, God, I thank you that you, you are my shepherd and I shall not want, Lord God. I thank you that I, I shall lack no good thing, God. I thank you that the prayers of a righteous man availeth much, God. I thank you that, you know, I'm blessed coming in and blessed coming out, God. I thank you that um, I'm a lender and not a borrower and I owe no man nothing but to love him, God. I thank you that I'm a, you know, if you're a wife, I'm, I'm a good wife and that I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. I thank you that you are the head of my life. I thank you, God, that you are my true one and only God, for you shall have no God before you, for you are a jealous God. Like, pray the scriptures. You cannot go wrong praying scriptures, okay? But make sure that you're praying scripture in context, like we talked about. Study them. Don't abuse scriptures. 
I think a lot of times we read, but we don't read for real revelation and wisdom. We just read and say we read and then we pray scriptures and we're praying them wrong. Like me and my, me and my husband were talking about earlier, like we'd be like, oh God, you know, I ask for anything I want in your name, then it's fine. Yes. But forgetting that it has to be in his will. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit will reveal things to you. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal things to you. You know, like my husband said, delight in the Lord. Spend time with him and your desires will start to change. Okay. Um, All it takes is a surrender. Yeah, surrender. Okay. Be, be, what, what's the thing I say? Uh, be led, not driven. Yes. That means be led by the Holy Spirit. Don't like, it's, it's very, it's like, what was the conversation I was having this morning? I was talking about how like, um, Leaning on like God's strength, not my own strength. That's what it was. I remember this. This is a very personal moment. This uh, is just talking. But anyway, so I was talking about how like um, being honest with God and not like lying to yourself, basically. And this kind of can help you surrender and like submitting to God. So I was talking about how like if whatever you feel like, if you feel a feeling of like these are strong words, okay? <laughs> I was telling her she looked at me funny when I said this, but I was being real, and I was I was relating it to like uh, lately I've been studying about David in the Bible and reading about David and how David was a man was a man after God's own heart and how he was very humble. And so I was telling her like you know if you have feelings of like hate towards somebody or like you have a feeling of jealousy or envy. That you can go to God and be honest and, right. you know, and ask for repentance and ask God to help you because you're not leaning on your own strength. Because a lot of times what we try to do, which I think goes along with the uh, manifestation thing, is that we're trying to be these things on our own strength on our with ourselves mm -hmm. instead of surrendering and giving those things to God. Right. So it's like we try to put on this facade like I don't care. Or like I'm a strong woman. I'm a strong man. I'm positive. So that means I can I can go get it. I can go get that job. I can go get that career. Don't nobody affect me. Don't nobody bother me because I'm strong. But it's like you got to give all those things to God and be honest with yourself and surrender those things to the Lord and give those things over to the Lord and lean on his strength, not yours. Because you, you're trying to follow this stuff, you, eventually you're gonna, you're gonna, it's going to come to an end, you're going to get exhausted. And like they say, God is going, uh, that's like I was looking at this uh, thing one day, and it, the, guy, the guy was talking about, <laughs> the guy was talking about how like, God will break you uh, into worship. So he was, it was like how um, God basically like, <laughs> basically, I'm sorry, she, she got me laughing because she, she ready for us to wrap it up. But anyway, God... <laughs> God is going to show you why you need him, okay? So go ahead and surrender yourself over to him and just submit all those things that you... Because I think a lot of the manifestation, the manifestation thing has to do with wanting to be in control. So release that right. control to God. Right. Give that control over to God and surrender yourself over to the Lord and come to Christ and give him your life. Yes. And you'll see a difference. You want to pray us out, baby? Oh, yes, absolutely. So God, we ask that... Um, those that are listening to our voice that you reveal yourself to them lord allow them to um release their control over to you lord allow them to uh open their hearts up to you lord allow them to see who you are lord and help us walk in the ways that are your ways help us see your good pleasing and perfect will for our lives lord Help us not conform to the patterns of this world, but help us uh, be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Yes. And Lord, help us continue to put you first before anything yes, and God. everything, Lord. And help us continue to seek you throughout everything. And help us go and lean on your strength 
and lean on not in our own understanding but on your ways lord and just continue to be who you are and continue to show us who you are throughout our life in jesus name we pray amen amen all right guys thank you so much for listening have a blessed night don't forget to grab your ticket free tickets ladies to the wives of Tech conference yay all right love you guys bye <laughs>